Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Thunderdome Fantasy Football Podcast. It is Wednesday, December 1st. I am thankful to be your host, Troy Chang. Well, all the turkey, stuffing, ham, prime rib, mashed potato, it's all been devoured. Certainly, a time to be thankful for all the great Thanksgiving weekend of football. And just when we thought it was time to go into our food comas, we get the jolt of the news that we are most thankful for. That's right, Lincoln Riley is coming to revive the great USC football program. The most storied college football program is back on track. It was a Thanksgiving weekend to remember. All right, so, well, uh, hopefully he had a uh, rested and uh, plentiful Thanksgiving. Uh, Commissioner Ron, welcome in. Hey, everyone out there. How you doing? So, uh, did you have a good Thanksgiving weekend? Uh, yeah, I did. Actually, I did, and uh, I didn't have turkey, but it was still fabulous. All right, so... Uh, if you didn't have turkey this year, what did you have something else good to eat? Oh, yeah, I had amazing ribeye steak at fabulous Del Frisco's in Las Vegas. Uh, Del Frisco's, a old and reliable steakhouse. Uh, certainly, if anyone is uh, uh, in town and needs a good steakhouse, ne- not necessarily right on the strip, but a great steakhouse, Del Frisco's uh, uh, never disappoints. So, yeah, I'm that not a big turkey good. guy, so for me, it was just perfect. And of course, uh, it was a a a a weekend truly to be thankful for. So, first, I'd like to uh, congratulate you, Ron. Uh, for what? Well, I like to congratulate you, and I I sure you know because I like to congratulate you on uh, Lincoln Riley becoming USC's football head coach. Yeah, you know what? I have to take full credit for that. I prayed about him every single night, and it came to fruition. So I should get all the credit. So yes, it's a it's a congratulatory time for anyone uh, uh, who is a fan of the the most storied college football program, USC. We're we're back. <laughs> we finally got a true head coach after all these years of suffering uh, under Gomer. But we got him. We got Lincoln Riley to lead the USC football Trojans. It is a most thankful time. You're welcome, Trojan fans. Fight on. <laughs> All right. Well, although it was a thankful time in a in a uh, plethora of football over the weekend, well, with all that football, there were some uh, key injuries, a lot of uh, multiple uh, big injuries this weekend, uh, none bigger than... Christian McCaffrey, uh, now his ankle is injured, and well, he's put on IR now. That pretty much sums it up for his season. He is done, really, for the fantasy season. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know if he has Chuba Hubbard, but uh, I don't know if Wolfpack has him or not. But yeah, whoever has Chuba Hubbard just scored. So it's it's pretty crazy that well I I, I can't say it's crazy, uh, McCaffrey after after you've uh, dealt him with the variant, he has been uh, 
he has been stricken time and time again, and he doesn't seem to be able to recover. Uh, he might be getting the injury bug tag at this point. Uh, personally, you know, I, I don't really care because uh, SE is Lincoln Riley, so I really don't care. <laughs> All right. Another big injury. Uh, Dalvin Cook injured his other shoulder now. Uh, he's going to be out uh, for at least a week or two. Um, so that, of course, is putting Madison owners, uh, making them pretty happy as they've got a viable starting running back now. Yeah. Um, Alex Alexander Madison owners he scored as well and uh, you saw what he did when uh, Madison or uh, Cook went down before and you know he's he's basically a number one RB instantly and another number one RB that goes down DeAndre Swift uh, he gets injured it was just a amazing weekend for big running back injuries so uh, Jamal Williams is the next man up yeah and I'm pretty sure you're happy about that because you're pretty sneaky. Last Late last night, you had me all uh, occupied and distracted. And I totally forgot that waivers were running last night. And I did not put in a waivers for Jamal Williams. And, of course, you ended up with have Jamal him. Williams. I don't have him. I don't have him in Thunderdome. Well, I'm not talking about Thunderdome, but I'm pretty sure you swooped him in another league that I don't have DeAndre Swift in this league either. But in one of our other leagues you and I are in, I had DeAndre Swift. And I think that's the one where you swooped in and took Jamal Williams. Yeah, well, you know what? It took a whopping $3 to get him. You should have bid a little more than that. Yeah. Well, like I said, you distracted me uh, that night and I totally forgotten. You were keeping me occupied talking to me about stuff. And I totally forgot that it was waiver night and I didn't even put a bid in. You're welcome. SC has Lincoln Riley. Oh my god, what a what a sneaky, sneaky little <sighs> all right. Why are you uh, talking well, about a different league? We're supposed to be talking about the Thunderdome. Who cares about the other leagues? Well overall this podcast is for fantasy, Thunderdome listeners it's only. It's a fantasy football podcast and we're talking about strategy and how things go any league. All right. So now, uh, quarterback Daniel Jones, he's hurt, strained his neck. Uh, so he'll be out this week. Uh, might affect some of the uh, fancy weapons in that offense. Um, let's see. Another quarterback, also Justin Fields, although it's hard to say wh- if the offense is better in Chicago with Fields or with Dalton at this point. Um, if you were uh, the owner of any Chicago weapons, would you prefer Fields or or Dalton to be uh, under center there? Mm, I don't know. What is Chicago's? Do they have a chance of getting to the playoffs? Uh, if they I don't, don't then mm-hmm. I would just play Fields and just see what you got. Well, that's, that's, well, that's in real football. But I'm saying as a fantasy owner of any of the weapons, would you, like David Montgomery or so, would would you, who would you prefer to have back there? Uh, I think uh, I think I would prefer to have uh, Dalton back there because Fields might take away some. Uh, if well, if I was a Montgomery owner, I would think he would take away some of my rushing yardage. Yeah, that's true. And then passing wise, Fields is a little inexperienced yet. So yeah, uh, fantasy wise, Dalton being there might be better. Um, Amari Cooper still 
you know, missed the last two games with COVID. And uh, last we heard, he was in the facility, but still symptomatic, which is kind of weird. If he's symptomatic, I don't even know why he's in the facility. But so he's questionable for this weekend. Yeah. Um, wait, who are you talking about? Sorry. Amari Cooper, unvaccinated, unvaccinated Amari Cooper. Oh, I see. Uh, will uh, CD Lamb back from his concussion? Mm-hmm. I believe he should be back this week. Yeah. Uh, Dallas will be fine. But yeah, if I was an Amari Cooper, Cooper owner, yeah, I would. Uh, I don't know. He's been sort of uh, a bust this year. You know? yeah. And then uh, another big one Darren Waller goes down uh, with an IT band in- uh, injury. So he'll definitely be out this week. Um, but, you know. Waller, Derek Carr, and that Raiders offense really a lot of that goes through Waller. So that's going to be interesting to see how they how they uh, survive next week without him. Although they had a great game against Dallas without him because uh, um, Waller went out pretty early uh, in an exciting Thanksgiving game. The Las Vegas Raiders took down the Cowboys, so that was a that was a, a great game. Yeah, it was a very good game. It was an excellent game. Big win for the Raiders. All right. So, well, like I said, a lot of injury news. We'll see how that uh, plays out for some teams, how they are able to maybe fill in, not only for some bye weeks, but some of these uh, big injuries there. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's take a look now at last week's performances. Let's see here. We've got uh, the first matchup. It was squishy. He's really trying to outdo uh, Pigs. Fifty-eight is really cheering for Squishy to take that that title away from him, but Squishy still got seventy-seven point two. But Zookzilla's took advantage with that one thirty point ten score, and Zookzilla is now in second place. Yeah, you know what? It's it's really not nice of Squishy to try to threaten fifty-eight. You know, get really close, kind of just dangle that carrot out there that he might go under 58 but you know he had i think he had 59 one week that's just cruel you know yeah there's no need for that (laughs) every week 58's got his finger crossed but so far there can only be 158 yeah now and forever (laughs) so speaking of 58 in this next matchup uh i don't know what was more painful for him uh seeing uh, squishy just barely beat that fifty-eight, or to take on this loss from the hands of Stinky Boys, one twenty-five fifty-eight to one twenty-five thirty-two. That was a painful. It came down to uh, really DK Metcalf's one reception for thirteen yards gave him two point three points and solidified the victory over Pigs. Yeah, you know, this is, oh, man. If I was Pigs, I would just be kicking myself. Uh, I don't know what he's doing playing Ty Johnson over Elijah Mitchell. I, I don't understand that de- decision. When you have a Jet versus any other player in the league, you pick the other player. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was a tough pill to swallow, certainly for uh, Pigs to see those points on the bench uh that's usually my territory to keep all your points on the bench but this time 
58 decided to join me, and that decision left him with a L against Thank You Boys. Wait, I hear oh, something. So Troy, do you hear that? Uh, what was that? Yeah, I, I, I hear Luki. He's like, he's still laughing. <laughs> oh man, Luki's uh cackling at the uh, at the misfortune of 58. Yeah, he he had a great week at school. I'm sure, great week. All right, talking uh, about Thanksgiving weekend and great Thanksgiving weekends. Well, the variant, uh, he seemed like he was on vacation. Uh, certainly gave some of his players a break. You know, he put his uh, his quarterback, uh, put that slot on vacation. Uh, in his <laughs> wide receiver slot, put that player on vacation. Uh <laughs> And uh, you know that went along with variant. Uh, he he really enjoyed this uh, Thanksgiving break. I don't think anyone has maybe quite as good of a Thanksgiving break as variant as he was off in uh, Great Southeast Asia, enjoying the weather, going to Michelin star restaurants, uh, scuba diving left and right on a liveaboard uh, boat. You know, scuba diving day and night. Among the tropical fish and reefs, and just uh, you know, gallivanting uh, across the globe, and with all of that, he also picks up a one twenty point five victory over TLA at eighty nine point five. Yeah, truly cruel of uh, Variant to knowingly have two skill position players uh, not play. And uh, just cruise to a easy victory like that while sipping on my ties in Thailand. So, yeah. Yeah. good to be him. It's good to be him. TLA must have been like excited, like when he woke up Sunday morning and he saw, oh man, Varen isn't even paying attention, or so he thought. And he saw two slots empty, and he he must have thought this is a easy victory for me this week, but no. TLA, well, the streak continues, you know. Uh, another loss for TLA. Um, so we'll see how long this continues. Yeah, TLA is definitely in a tailspin. and He needs to stop bleeding immediately if he wants any chance of getting to the playoffs. And, uh, well, in talking about streaks, the opposite streak, well, we'll have pretty soon the uh, top score of the week. A team, John does it again, 150-94, and he takes down Pac-Man, uh, 125-28, and with that, Pac-Man is, you know, holding on to that eighth spot in the playoffs. Yeah, um, the A team is just rolling along, just, he's just steamrolling right now all the way to the playoffs. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was, uh, he was the guest on the podcast for the rest of the season. <laughs> well, we'll be welcoming him in just a few moments. Uh, our next matchup. Wait, uh, wait. You forgot something. What was that? I, I had the pleasure of meeting. Oh, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, like I had I said, the pleasure of meeting Wolfpack without even knowing it. Okay. I told you. We're going to get back to, you know, this matchup. We're, we'll talk some more once our guest gets in. So oh, okay. we'll save that for later. Oh. Uh, so our next matchup, Ku and the Gang. Takes down Victorious. Uh, Victorious is uh, in, talk about tailspins with the injuries he's been dealt with. 
he can only muster 78-64 against Quinlan's 116. 116 is, uh, uh, you know, enough to give Quinn the game the seventh spot in the playoffs. Victorious now falling out into the ninth spot. Uh, he's going to have to really, really scramble to try to get into the playoffs there. Yeah. Um, the injury bug has just, you know, decimated Victorious's team, and he's just in a tailspin right now. But, you know, there's still, there's still hope for him, you know. I mean, there's so many of us at 6-6 six and six that, you know, Anything can happen in the next two weeks, you know? He's not right. out of it. Right. And, of course, what I'm most thankful for is our matchup. Uh, I was able to drop you to 6-6 six and six, uh, with my 118.88 point, uh, score. Uh, again, breaking that 100-point barrier. And, like I said, if you, can't, if you can't score over 100, then I have a chance. And you were only able to come up with 83.56. And that secured the victory for me. So uh, even though you swooped in on my Jamal Williams in that other league, at least I was able to get a victory off of you. My third victory of the year. I can name them all. I'm thankful to Squishy. I'm thankful to Victorious. <laughs> and I'm thankful to Two Man After One Man League. <laughs> yeah, uh, this was this was a tough one to swallow, you know, considering, you know, we do the podcast every week. So, you know, it was a... Brutal loss, but you know what? I'm still smiling. I think you know why. I'm and I think smiling. that means because Lincoln Riley is coming to <laughs> Nothing can get me down. Nothing. Yeah. This week, it, you know, I love weeks like this where whatever happens football-wise, you can't wipe the smile off our faces. All right. So with that, uh, well, let's get ready. Let's uh, bring in the guest of the week. All right, so again, we bring in the top scorer of the week, A-Team. John, welcome in. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, John. So, uh, of course, uh, with the Thanksgiving holiday, we were unable to have a – we didn't have a podcast that week. Uh, Otherwise, of course, John would have been on there again because he is our first three-time top scorer of the week. Uh He's on an amazing streak. John, uh, you know, the, uh, the podcast luck is really working for you. You know what? It's, uh, it's one of the reasons I didn't have any intro. <laughs> <laughs> I was already in the league this year, so I figure, you know, might as well uh, act like I'm the full-time uh, guest on the podcast. <laughs> so how does it feel that you've already clinched a playoff spot so early? It's a relief. Uh, now I'm just watching to see, um, you know, who the likely seeds are going to be. You, you mean victim? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem though. Is you know, you can you can have a great season and then just uh, one bad week in the playoffs and it's all over. Yep. So the A team and Zookzillas both have so far clinched a playoff spot, and we got a plethora of teams at six and six. Really, five through nine are at six and six. So, uh, a lot of movement can happen there. So, yes, it's going to be hard to tell right now exactly who the uh, opponent is going to be for a team. But, uh, you know, we'd like to look back once uh, once again because uh, Ron has some uh, interesting, interesting story about 
your previous week's uh, opponent, number one man Wolfpack, uh, Ron. Uh, you you had a, a something to mention about Pac-Man there? Yeah, interesting story. So um, the uh, over the uh, Thanksgiving week, uh, I guess Wanzi was in town. He was in Vegas, you know, visiting right. any. He, right. he, he yeah, stopped by. He that. stopped by. He stopped by the store and everything. You yeah, know, which shared was that awesome. great picture of you and him at the store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was great to see him, and you know, he was there with his family, and you know, he he brought another family, uh, one of his friends, uh, this guy Mike. Um, at the time. Um, he introduced me to him. He said, hey, this is my friend, Mike. I said, hey, nice to meet you, Mike, you know, all that. Uh, but at no point did I know that that was the number man, number one man wolf pack. I had no idea it was him. I just thought it was his friend, Mike. It would have been nice if he had introduced him as, oh, yeah, hey, this is Mike, you know, uh, number one man wolf pack. And uh, I had no clue the whole time that it was him. <laughs> Interesting, interesting. So once again, uh, Wolfman and Zookzillas uh, come over to Vegas, uh, and uh, well, at least at least times Zookzillas at least uh, had the uh, courtesy to at least stop by two hands. Uh, probably more for the corn dog or the cream dog than to see you. But uh, <laughs> did he did he use the uh, Thunderdome uh, the Thunderdome promo code to get his free dog? Yeah, he did, and <laughs> uh, and also included in that is a lifetime subscription to Cacao Talk. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I don't know what's worse. I understand that. Well, first of all, yes, I would just two things. I would think that Zookzillas would say, "You're right." Would say, "Hey, you know, I brought I brought Pac Man over too to say hi." Yeah, but okay, you think? But John, don't you think Ron also should have said, "Wait, Mike." Uh, like Mike as in Pac-Man Mike. See, this is the part of the story. I, I'm I'm flabbergasted by this. I don't. I thought you guys all knew each other. I thought I was the outsider. No, Wolfpack is the only member of our league that I do not know. He's the only one that I've never met until you know this past uh, meeting. Yeah, <laughs> he's the only one. Everyone else I know. Yeah. Right. So there was a time where we needed a member, and Zookzilla's. Uh, graciously brought in uh, Pac-Man in to uh, join our league also. So that's how he was in there. But yeah, Pac-Man is, I, I don't know if he's, he was in Seattle at the time with Zookzillas or how they, you know. Uh, so yes, we've, I don't think, I don't think it's anyone except for Ron now has, has met him. So but it's interesting. I can't, it, it's weird all around. I can't believe Ron didn't put two and two together and said, <laughs> oh, Pac, as in Pac-Man. I can't believe Wanzi didn't say, hey, this is Pac-Man, by the way. Thirdly, I can't believe Mike himself didn't say, hey, Ron. <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> so th- I think that's why yeah, I, I, I can't believe he didn't, didn't say, hey, two men enter, one man leave. Right. This so is Pac-Man. That's why, you're right. So that's why I didn't think about it because he, he didn't say, hey, Ron, nice to meet you. Hey, finally. Like, hey, Ron, nice to meet you finally or something. If he had said that, then I would have figured it out. Okay, right. But also, didn't in the, when after uh, when Zook sent that picture, didn't you say something like, "Oh, I didn't know that was Pac-Man or or something like that." Yeah, I didn't so know. How, how did you even know to say, "Oh, I didn't know that was Pac-Man," because uh, he was in the text chain, and then I recognized his face. I said, "Wait a second, that's a guy that was there with Wanzi." Oh, okay. So that yeah. was. 
Monty sent these pictures of them golfing. And I'm like, well, they're golfing. He's talking about somewhere else. I'm like, what's that? I, I They were golfing somewhere in California, right? Or I don't know. I, I, I have no idea. That, that, so I was that like, picture I was, was just from left field. It had nothing to do with anything. I right? didn't know what was going <laughs> I'm on. I'm trying to figure out what... Yeah, I was trying to figure out... Well, I, I thought he would send a picture of like Pac-Man and Ron or something like that together. And, you know... Wanzi, you know, at that that way would say, "Yep, that you were standing right next to Pac-Man." <laughs> right, and he sends this random golf picture. I'm like, "What is going on?" Oh man, well, it, it looked like everyone had a good time over Thanksgiving. Um, you know, so John, how was uh, your Thanksgiving? Did you guys have a good feast? Oh yeah, we kept it pretty simple this year, uh, just because we didn't have as many people in town. Sure, uh, people were because to uh, Uncle Joe was off gallivanting. is is a scuba trip uh uh out in bangkok and going to uh the google man is it a google man or google woman noodle maker oh or goggle man goggle man or goggle woman what are you talking about she's he was uh you know there's that there's this uh street food vendor and and the cook wears goggles as they're they're cooking on a walk oh okay okay well, it's pretty face, but you know, you know, he was actually at that food stand. So, uh, so Uncle Joe was missing from the Thanksgiving table this this year. Yeah, we kept it pretty low key. Um, you know, just uh, just a few people, you know, local, but uh, busy, really busy for uh, Ray's birthday this past weekend. And it was a birthday this weekend too. All right, oh, happy so, birthday! And then uh, that's right. I think you mentioned that before. So. I saw uh, on a post that uh, I think uh, Jen, your wife, put up. Jenny uh, Ray on his first his birthday also uh, got his first tooth pulled out. Yeah, the the day before his birthday party, he got his tooth pulled out <laughs> by by grandma. <laughs> so was he pretty nervous about that? No, he was a trooper about it. Um, and you know, like grandma with the the old school, you know. Uh, Korean mother uh, skill with the yeah. uh, the dental floss just yanked it right out. Took it out pretty cleanly. Yep, yep. So right. it was a good weekend. Big guy. So, what is the growing going rate this uh, uh, now for <laughs> the tooth fairy? <laughs> How much is a one tooth uh, uh, worth? Did he did he get anything from the tooth fairy? You know what he said. You know what he said to Jenny. Okay. He says, "You know, mom, the tooth fairy is not real. I know it's just you." So. You can just put a thousand dollars under my pillow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, uh, that's pretty young to already not know the to know that tooth fairy is not real. I know. I, I felt a, I felt a little disappointed. I didn't get a. I, I didn't again. I didn't get a you know spoil that secret for him. Yeah. How how did he find out? I don't know. He's got a lot of bad influences at his private school. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or they're all like uh, they must. With their technology, they're all probably looking up on YouTube. Is Tooth Fairy real or not? Oh man, I tell you, these <laughs> it's it's unbelievable what these kids pick up nowadays. So did you say, well, fine, you found out that it's real, so you just messed up. You you don't you don't get any money under your pillow. <laughs> yeah, well, that's part of the problem too. Is he has no no concept of uh, how much a dollar is worth. Right. <laughs> so well, you know, uh, I guess you're you're lucky because. You know, Tooth Fairy, I was, you know, when my kids had it, I was like thinking, okay, I'm going to, you know, give them a dollar underneath there. But somehow when that happened, when, when one of our daughter's tooth got pulled, it must have been our oldest one. 
because it had to be the first one around. Uncle Joe was either new or he was round or he talked to my daughter and he told her. So he's like, oh, congratulations. Oh, Tooth Fairy is going to get you $20. So he jacked me. So I was like, stuck. I'm like, what? Tooth Fairy told me, you know, $20? Oh, man. So he, he got me good on that one. So, oh, man. And you can't go uh, back. Okay. You, can't, you can't go lower in uh, subsequent yeah. teeth. Yeah, I can't make a Tooth Fairy seem like it's all cheap. I, I, then then it's gonna then the, my daughter's going to feel all bad. that like, oh, man, Tooth Fairy usually gets $20. And how come I only got a dollar? Like, tooth Fairy don't like my tooth. Like, what did I do wrong? So uh, like, oh man! So I, I was gonna tell you, be careful of Uncle Joe talking to Ray about the Tooth Fairy, but uh, looks like Ray's all, all, already got that all scoped out, so you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! All right. So uh, as we look at these, uh, like I said, coming week, I was hoping that a lot of the uh, the lower seats might. Uh, might look like that they might lose to have any chance of anyone moving up, but no, it looks like uh, right now some of the higher seeds are looking good. Um, the one who really is hoping for some losses down below is TLA because he's the only one with a realistic shot of maybe sneaking in. Um, do you guys see any correlation? Again, A-team, He's been he's really been on a streak uh, ever since uh, he's been a podcast uh, guest and he's been he's been coming on and he he's been really shooting up. In fact, he's number one. Uh, the last person who you know didn't uh, do their media obligation coincidentally was TLA, and ever since then <laughs> I see he's on a little bit of a losing streak and. At the time, he was near the top of the standings, and next thing I know, well, he's right next to me, right? Only one one game above me uh, at the 10th seed. It's any, perfect. Uh, you guys are real neighbors. It's perfect. Yeah. Well, <laughs> any coincidence? Uh, uh, John, how, how do you how do you see that going? Oh, you know, I, I don't know if I feel qualified to, uh, to comment on this. Um, maybe it's not so much of a podcast curse as it is just a uh you know you the you come on the podcast it reveals your your true colors you know the, the cream rises to the top yeah you get your <laughs> podcast boost basically so it's it's not so much that you're getting cursed but it's what you're missing out on coming <laughs> off of the podcast really that's so, what we like so to what say. john is basically saying is he wishes tla will slip into the eighth spot is what, <laughs> that's what it sounds like <laughs> Well, if he does, it's going to come at the expense of possibly Wolfpack. And, uh, you know, maybe, you know, hopefully him not uh, saying hello to uh, Ron. Uh, hopefully that won't come to bite him there, you know. Maybe he his, his, uh, his ignoring you, Ron. Uh, well, yeah, maybe that's going to. Will that help or hurt his playoff chances? We will shall see in these next couple of weeks. You know, you know what I realized though? He he is friends with Wanzi, so that's probably the best I'm gonna get. So it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that first matchup we're looking at is 
Well, Stanky Boys uh, against Squishy. Squishy has been really floundering there. Like we said, he's been really flirting with 58's record. Um, Stanky's going to have to deal with uh, Dalvin Cook's injury. And now uh, he really needs to... He's at the fourth spot right now, so he has a little bit of leeway. Um, But this is one of the uh, few matchups where the underdog might be favored in this one. Ron, do you think uh, Luke is going to be able to come up with something to come up with a victory on this one? Yeah, you know what? Um, Luke has done a fabulous job just managing this team the whole season. And you know what? I I think he'll find a way to pull this out. I have a mm-hmm. good feeling. And uh, like we talked about, the next matchup, John TLA uh, again not getting that podcast boost, but he might be able to come up with a win against Fifty Eight because Fifty Eight has Devonte Adams on by, uh, Amari Cooper, you know, fighting COVID symptoms, um, so he might be able to come up with a win this victory, uh, a victory this week. Uh, do you think? 58 can pull it out, or do you think TLA may get himself into the playoff picture? Oh, I, I think TLA definitely has a chance. And, you know, all, all joking aside, I mean, you know, Kyler Murray's been on the bench uh, injured for the last few weeks. So, you know, he gets Kyler Murray back. Um, and he's got Najee. Um, yeah, I think I think TLA, I mean, he's got a strong team. Uh, definitely a, a team that I hope is not sitting in the eighth place when uh, playoffs roll around. Uh, yeah, because if you're right, if Kyler Murray, you know they've been they've been uh, pretty good about giving him a lot of rest uh, at the detriment of TLA's team. But if Kyler Murray can come back 100, uh, percent if Najee can, you know he needs a little bit. Najee needs a little bit of help in that offense. He's been floundering uh, of late these last couple of games. But uh, if Najee goes back to the the workload that he got before, and like I said, Kyler Murray. Goes back to the way he was pre-injury, and you know Godwin and Tyreek Hill can go off at any time. Then you mm-hmm. know CLA can be dangerous again. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you know the, uh, the Chiefs are gonna—they're just gonna pass it all day long against Denver. Yep. So we'll see what TLA if he is able to stay in the mix there. Well, uh, John, you go up against the well-rested variant uh, coming off of his. Vacation. Uh, again, last week he didn't even have to play his quarterback or wide receiver, uh, and still came out with a win. <laughs> this week, who knows if he has some post-vacation blues and is still in the in the stupor? You know, sometimes when you come off of those vacation, you're you're in a funk, you're depressed uh, from from reality, and uh, who knows if he's gonna look at his lineup? But if he does put in his lineup i still think he's gonna lose against you so it may no. not matter I, I think this is i think this is the week that my streak ends i think uh i, I think for sure that uh this variance team is definitely one of the ones that are i think is the scariest um mm-hmm. you know the last I few mean, weeks of the season even so. with even with his team like again kind of taking a vacation like he's in third spot he is in third place right now like we said he's been Again, quietly going about his business, uh, not making much noise uh, out there in the boards or the messages, but his team's doing a lot of talking for him. 
Yeah, he's got no weaknesses. I mean, he's got Kamara back this week, uh, assuming he actually checks his uh, his football app and <laughs> puts him in the active spot. <laughs> oh, he has Madison. Yeah. He's got Madison. Yeah, so he's not hurting after you know after uh, DeAndre Swift's injury. Not at um, all. Not at all. So th- yeah. he is his team is going to be dangerous. I mean, that Cook injury couldn't have come at a better time for RM um, with Swift getting hurt, but he was ready with Madison. And uh, like you said, Kamara's coming back, so he's well positioned. He's uh, again looking really good there. But I do, I do love John being modest here, saying I uh, thinking uh, variant's gonna win. John, brother-in-law <laughs> of the year, brother-in-law <laughs> of the year, buddy. No, I just, I still remember um, Kamara going off for fifty points last year. Was that in the finals last year or semifinals? Oh gosh, don't remind me about that. <laughs> <laughs> I ran into that uh, in the finals of the other league, so I really, really. We like to have forgotten about that, <laughs> but he he's like Kamara and uh, well, I mean Fournette's already done it this year too. He had like forty points last week, right? Yeah. So he's got a bunch of people who can just, you know, like go nuclear on any given week. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I will say, Ron, you, you do say that John's being a little bit modest here, but he was tooting his own horn a little bit this week, uh, talking about. His, his number one running back, uh, Cordell Patterson, uh, his another number one running back, Debo Samuel. Maybe uh, talking a little too much, Debo Samuel. You know, he was talking a little bit trash about CMC getting injured. And what do you know? Debo Samuel pulls a groin there. Oh, what do you think, You know what? This this is not Debo Sam, Debo Samuel injury is not going to affect. John's team. <laughs> He's going to be just fine. Well, you know, he did have uh, Jamal Wims, uh, so that swift injury uh, that's hurting Joe. Well, um, you know, and it, you do know that uh, John has Chuba Hubbard too, right? So he yeah. gained an extra running back. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, you know, in, indirectly, his his boasting hurt my team because one of my other teams in the league, I have Debo Samuel. So the fact that Debo Samuel is going out, I'm like, why couldn't it, can it have been Cordero Patterson instead who got injured? No, it's got to be Debo, the one that I have. So, great. Thanks, John. Thanks thanks for tuning Debo Samuel's horn so much. You know, it, you know what it is? It's, um, it, it's that, uh, that, that, that self-immolating masochistic humor of a previous <laughs> McCaffrey owner. I had oh, McCaffrey man. last year from the number one, uh, number one spot, number yep. one pick. And things were going well until he got hurt. Yeah, McCaffrey, the McCaffrey injury strikes again. We had talked about it. It's, it's going to be interesting whether or not uh, he's going to be uh, – how high he's going to go in next year's draft because you, you're definitely going to have to be concerned about those injury problems with him. All right, talking about injuries, uh, the next matchup is Wolfman going up against the Ravaged Victorious, getting all types of variants uh, of the Rovid. He's lost, of course, his running backs, and his team is only a shell of what it used to be. Uh, this one, and you know, and this week uh, he he lost Darren Waller too. On top of it, so this team, yeah, he doesn't have much left. It's one man wolf pack against Victorious, and so with that one, uh, like I said, we might have uh, something. We're gonna come back to that matchup here in a little bit. 
because uh, we do have a, a, a question coming in. But we'll move on to the next one first. <laughs> uh, Ron's two-man enter, one-man leave. Uh, well, you're going up against Zookzilla's. Uh, interesting matchup. Zookzilla's trying to fight for that uh, second seed, still uh, still in the hunt for the first seed. This is this is going to be the matchup of the week. Um, you know, is Zookzilla's going to get to enjoy those Korean corn dogs and a victory all in one week? How do you? Yeah, <laughs> I I I think he's going to beat me this week. My team is just kind of just hot and cold and. This doesn't look like the week for me because, uh, I mean, they say DeAndre Hopkins is going to come back, but I have a feeling he's not going to play again. So I'm, I'm probably going to lose to Zuxilla this week. He's just going to keep rolling along. And uh, I think he's trying to try to catch John right now. So uh, I think he's going to take me down. Yeah, well, he's got uh, so far, you know, if DeAndre – does play you do have some other options on your bench but like i said right now it, it's it's basically a pick a game you guys are really going to be right there uh john you have any sense of which way this way might go i really think ron's gonna crush this week 100%. what yeah if, if i was in vegas i would put money on it all right you heard it there yeah uh, the early the early prediction there is Two man to woman leave solidify. I love when John comes on. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And then uh the final matchup. Well, coup in the gang. I think my uh luck might run out here. It was a one week Thanksgiving uh break for me. But uh Coup in the Gang's got Austin Eckler, he's got Jamar Chase, he's got Koo as his as kicker, and of course. Jamal, uh, Josh Allen really turning it on at the quarterback position. I have uh, my running backs on by um, struggling at the wide receiver spots. And, uh, you know, weekly, again, if this was a kickers only league, I would probably be killing it. Uh, Nick Folk has been one of my top scorers. I believe he was my second highest scorer last week. So if this was a kicking game, I think I could take out Ku in the gang, but uh, unfortunately, it is not. So Ku in the gang probably will be able to move up in the standings there. I think he's still got a shot, Troy. I mean, honestly, you know, I mean, it's not on paper. It looks bad, but, you know, Ku uh, in the gang's teams, team members or the, the players, they got some tough matchups this week. So, yeah. We'll see if uh, if the Chargers can get throttled, then maybe I have a chance. But uh, like I said, I, I, my players are going to have to play above and beyond, and his players are going to have to uh, play lower than their standards. So oh, we'll see how that goes. Um, all right, well, you got to so, put Ceh in. Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, it's I, I yeah, I probably have no chance. Uh, I, I really have no other running back to put in there. So he, he will be going into the lineup there. But like I said, even with that, you know, I still, Kuhn the Gang still a healthy, uh, healthy score, uh, score prediction at least, um, much higher than me. But, uh, uh, you know, at this time, uh, once again, we've got a, another call into the podcast. So let's take a listen to this week's uh, call of the week. 
Captain A-Team. Must be nice to keep winning every week, Cap. So, uh, question for you. Uh, I knew you, you were, um, you know, military specialist and all. Uh, how fast can you kill a man with your bare hands? And I bet it's not as fast as how fast my team has fallen from number one to number nine. <laughs> so, again, uh, I think that was related to his matchup that's coming up. Uh, again, we uh, expect Victorious to have to take a, another loss. So it's not so Victorious uh, anymore. Uh, so uh, what do you think, uh, John? Uh, let us know. Is it Could you kill a man quicker than the fall of Victorious? VIC. Oh, you know, there's so many variables that can go into that question. Like, um, am I using one hand or two hands? You know? <laughs> am I blindfolded or not blindfolded? You know, am I sitting down or not sitting down? <laughs> it's I would hard. say on average, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard. I, the question is, could you kill a man with Korean corn dog in each hand. <laughs> oh, you know what? When when you're a killer, anything can be a weapon. <laughs> All you gotta do is slip off those corn dogs with two bites, and then you got two killer sticks there. I can picture John stabbing someone through the throat, right through the juggler with each one. Yeah, those those are pretty deadly weapons in the hands of a specialist like John. <laughs> Hey, Troy, why is our uh, guest caller always the same guy? <laughs> <laughs> we, have some, we have some loyal listeners, you know? So it's like, you know, uh, Vic from Brea again, he, he calls in, you know, and uh, we welcome them in. We welcome them in. Uh, I guess he just has fast fingers. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be an interesting week of football. We're coming near the end. Uh, so, again, those playoff spots are going to have to be tied up there. Um, a lot of these teams are going to be in the playoffs. Now it's just a matter of what seating everyone's going to get. So, you know, we hope that everyone's going to have a, a good week. Oh, by the way, you know, just just to make sure that I, you know, no one accuses me of doing a, a random, you know, visit without saying hi. I was, you know, last week I was asking uh, about uh, Oahu and this game weekend because I didn't know if you were going to go to maybe some different island for a vacation or not. But uh, we we were actually in Kauai for Thanksgiving. And uh, if we were stopping over Oahu, certainly I would have I would have come over and said aloha to the uh, family of the A-team, of course, there. So we were close, but, you know, couldn't make it all the way there. Yeah, quiet. Kauai is, I mean, Kauai is an hour flight from here. So, yeah. you know, it's close, but uh, <laughs> separated by a lot of water for sure. Oh, man. But I, I tell you, being uh, living in Hawaii, do you ever, do you, do you know that you're in different seasons or, you know, technically in different, uh, you know, winter, summer, spring or because you know, honestly, I almost forgot that uh, it wasn't summer while I was there. Yeah, you know, after a while, you get uh, you get really attuned to um, like all the little different uh, variations, you know, throughout the year. 
Yeah. So, you know, this time of year, you have a, uh, you have a lot more, um, you know, a bit more cooler weather, but slightly cooler weather. Sure. Water's a little, water's a little cooler, but not by much. Yeah. Um, you, 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 basically, you guys could just uh, gauge it by, oh, this time of year, a little less sun. That time of year, a little bit more sun. <laughs> this time of year, pretty, pretty much. water, pretty warm. That time of year, water, a little bit less warm. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, yeah. it's, all, it's always beautiful. So, you know, no matter what time of year, it's it's always beautiful. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I I can attest to that. Uh, you know, it was where uh, the Hawaiian life is pretty nice and got fresh poke all over the place got great local moko uh, you know Kauai, of course had their version of shave ice uh great banana cream pie at konohiko seafoods it was it was great there uh eating house uh 1849 uh, one of roy's chef roy's uh all right all right, all right all right fantastic <laughs> uh another great place to eat uh so yeah uh hey, so- where'd you where'd you guys stay uh, this time we stayed at the Sheraton uh, Coconut Coconut Beach, so kind of like in the middle there. Um, so it, it allowed us to get to both the Poipu Beach and up near uh, was it Prince Prince, the Princeville or yeah Princeville uh, and, yeah uh, Hanalei Bay yeah so mm-hmm. Hanalei Bay was really nice got some really good shave ice there yeah, that place has really grown a lot there since uh, uh it's been a while since I've been up there so. But that was really nice. Nice. Are there are there any islands you haven't been to yet? I haven't been to. Well, I guess the only one I haven't been to is Molokai, but they don't. Uh, there's not too much tourism at Molokai. Well, that's that's our next um, go to spot. That's our, that's gonna be our our uh, next trip. Yeah, I mean that that place looks amazing, um, but like you said, like I I don't even know. Do they even have hotels on that island? They don't have any major chain hotels, I think. Right. They have, um, they have some local hotels, but right. I have a I have a buddy here who um, he spends half the year uh, over in Molokai, mm-hmm. uh, half the year here, half the year here in Kailua, and he says that place is like Oahu, uh, like sixty years ago. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I know. Um, just from I think it was like uh, an Anthony Bourdain show, like how they really try to keep things natural the way the old ways were and uh trying to respect the land and sea there so they did really are you know aren't trying to develop that that island so that's that is very interesting over there and it looks beautiful uh it's amazing you know uh the way that looks so yeah that that i would be definitely interested in uh hearing about how that show goes so all right so well guys uh again uh Great to hear everyone had a great Thanksgiving weekend. Of course, great to hear about Lincoln Riley being the new USC head coach. <laughs> and so good luck to you guys. John, thanks for being on again. And uh, everybody, go get something good to eat. All right. Talk to you next week, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>